talking about revolution. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Welcome to What's Your Revolution? A conversation for men and the people who love them. Where we will attempt to discuss how men can understand and embrace a healthy masculinity. I am your host, Dr. Charles Corporal. And like last week, I'm excited to be here, man, to continue this conversation that I believe, and many have informed me since announcing the beginning of this show, it is an important topic to be having conversation to be having. As one friend mentioned, it is the conversation that we should have been having a long time ago, the road men take to find a healthiest, the healthiest version of themselves. This will be that space, that opportunity to hear men talk about their journeys, the roads they've had to traverse, the barriers they've had to overcome, and how they have embraced or embracing a healthy masculinity. Each day you get to ask yourself, what's your revolution? And each day you get a chance not only to transform your life, but everyone you meet. I look forward to this journey with you, so I hope that you will be a part of this conversation that we have each week. What's your revolution? Each week we will discuss a topic that I feel is critical to embracing a healthier masculinity. Last week I had the honor of speaking with the ultimate brother himself, Oliver Thomas, who detailed his journey, particularly his relationship with his father. It was an honor to hear his story. This week, I have the pleasure of discussing another important topic, healthy relationships between men with two of my good friends, Dr. Chavez Feltz and Ben Trahan. What's up, brothers? Nothing too much, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having Thank me as having well. Us. I'm glad yeah. to be here. Yeah. Man, I'm, uh, I appreciate I appreciate two yeah. of my, my close friends here uh, hanging out with me today as we talk about this important topic. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the W.K. Kellogg Foundation for their support of What's Your Revolution? Brothers, thank you again for being on the show, man. Can you tell us, tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Ben, we'll start with you. Uh, I'm a New Orleans native. Uh, been friends with yourself, brother, for uh, quite a long time now, uh, since uh, the days of James Madison University. Man, and uh, tell you, bro. And uh, a lot of growth going on there. Um, I uh, am a father of two, uh, married brother, uh, just uh, uh, currently working uh, as a technical uh, grant writer and also uh, with uh, the uh, persistence program uh, with uh, with Kip New Orleans Schools, so uh, just just keeping it moving, man. Just keeping it moving. Yeah. Good job, good job, Doctor Phelps. What about you? Oh, well, I'm a native as well, and uh, uh, from the West Bank, the best bank. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Went to Edna Carr High School, uh, second to none at Nakar. Uh So you know, I'm a licensed psychologist in the area who. Uh, I'm working with children uh, in public schools as well as in private practice, and I love what I do. I love being able to give back and change the lives of children as well as their families uh, through empowering them to make changes for themselves. We got you. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. So the signature question of the show, brothers, is what's your revolution? And I ask all my guests this question, man. How, how are you transforming yourself and transforming the lives of others? I know you just touched on it a little bit, Chavez, but what's your revolution? You know, I, I think now that we're sort of in the era of Trump, uh, my revolution is always making sure that I'm able to use my, my gifts and my talents to uh, 
better myself, better my community, uh, the people I interact with. So I'm always thinking about how I can use those skills um, and always making sure that it's aligned with my purpose. Um, so I think that's my revolution. I, I think at the end of the day, making sure that I understand I have the power to make the change needed, uh, not only for myself, but the, the people I work for, I work with and my community. So I think it's, you know, pretty straightforward. That's what I, I, I think about. So. And from what I understand, brother, from people out here in the community, you have tremendous skills being a licensed therapist, well, thank a you. brother who's mm -hmm. a licensed therapist. We need That's to beautiful. make sure that your voice oh. is heard, uh, oh. particularly with the, 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 the times that we're going through and some yes. of the pain that we've been seeing within mm -hmm. our communities. Mm -hmm. Brothers like you, we don't talk about that yeah. pain. We're going to get to that at some point here during mm -hmm. our conversation. But Ben, my good friend Ben, what's your revolution? Oh wow, uh, you know it, it's it's interesting, man. Because as we as we grow older, um, we sort of uh, evolve, you know. And and if you're not changing, you find yourself being stagnant. And there's nothing worse than, you know, being 35 years old and feeling <laughs> like you're the exact same yeah. when you were 16, yeah. 17, right. 18. Right. So, uh, but to answer your question directly, a couple of things um, uh, stand out, you know, to and for me. Um, I'm doing some things now that I've never done before, and that's paying more attention to investing. Uh, I've never really done that before, never cared to understand that or what have you, but I'm in sort of a mind frame of of, of building somewhat of a, a, a pot, you know, for my, for my future, my, you know, kids' future, X, Y, Z. And just kind of understanding that a little bit better, that, mm -hmm. that, that has not necessarily been a part of, uh, of the community I came up in, right. and the community that most of us come in. So just paying a little bit more attention to that. Um, but secondly and more importantly, um, focusing on, I'm, I'm the type of brother I've never really too much worried about, uh, my image in a, in the sense of uh, purposefully going out to, you, you know what I mean, uh, uh, to uh, present myself in a certain way. I'm just me. You right, know, uh, right. that's, that's always, always been me. Yeah. Always been, as long <laughs> I as think I've if anybody you. who knows me, I'm, right. I'm just me, for better or for worse. Um, but I do pay attention uh, and focus on my, Im my image of myself as a father. Right. So when I'm out with my daughter, when I'm out with my son, uh, I recognize I'm a black male. I recognize, you know, that I'm a black father. And um, what really made me focus on that and really made me um, understand that I need to pay more attention to it is that I realized that people were paying attention people to pay, it. Exactly. Um, people would walk up to me and say, wow, you know, hey, is that your daughter? You know, that's just such a, a, a great thing. You're spending time with your daughter. And my response became, well, that's an expectation. Right, right. Um, and so I think, you know, I understand that the, the, the image of brothers and, and, and not necessarily being fathers and, and not necessarily being able to see uh, positive uh, black male uh, fathers uh, interacting with their kids, interacting with other kids. I recognize that that's not there. So for me, um, not there for, for a lot, uh, for, for uh, society, both in our community and in others. Uh, so for me, it's important, you know, that people see me uh, in action as a father, being <laughs> positive, being, you know, doing whatever it is that I'm doing. Uh, and it's not easy, uh, but I do uh, focus on that now because I understand it's a bigger, it's bigger than just, you know, me and my relationship with, you know, with my kids. So It's being a superhero. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It is definitely being, being a superhero um, for you know, your children, uh, allowing them to see this positive role model. As long as I have known you, you know, we've talked about a, a, 
a, a number of things about how we have grown and what we want oh, to be. Man, yeah. But being a father is something yeah. that, you know, I'm not there, but being able to watch you, it is wow. it, it is a superpower. Yeah, I appreciate that. I listen that, to my yeah. boys who now have newborns talk about mm. the relationships that they have with their son and, oh, and, and, and daughter. Yeah. Unpack that for me for one second. When you say that people notice you with your children, yeah. you know, and, and, yeah. and, and, and stare. Yeah. You know, and almost yeah. like applaud you mm-hmm. because you are doing just a normal, a normal yeah. thing. <laughs> Unpack that for me. How does that make you feel? You know, um, again, unpacking it, people are watching anyway. You know what I mean? Right. Whether I'm with or without my kids. And I, I've, again, I've, I've just begun to sort of understand that or people watch me. People, right. you know, people watch people watching, however, you know, I, I, uh, that, that I want to phrase that. Um, but people are watching us, you know, as, as brothers, as males, as, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but, you know, when you notice and when you understand how, how the image of black males, the image of, of black males and their children is, you know, next to never a husband and father. Um, and that's, that's, that's depriving the the world community of what black men uh, are right. or can be, can be. Uh, on 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 both sides. So again, how does that make me feel? It it makes me in one sense frustrated because I know I'm not the only one. I I, I know that there are are, are millions of, of of great fathers out there, millions of fathers that. Uh, you know, some of them aren't as blessed, you know, as I am. Some some fathers are single fathers, right? Um, and and are really doing it, you know, uh, you know, in in their kids' lives. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I have, you know, I have help. I have a lot of help. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have an extended family that that is there and supportive, and and through the highs and lows. So on, on one, it's it, it, it's frustrating, in that sense that this isn't for me. This is normal. This this is what normal should thing. be taking right. place. And so exactly. the comments or the compliments even sometimes is kind of like, okay, where is this going? You know, right. I'm right. I'm I'm putting one foot in front of the other. This is this is something that's that should be where it is, but unfortunately not. And I I think that the, the masses often they're not they they have a lens that they're looking through. Exactly. So they're not seeing black fatherhood because they're looking for a particular stereotype of what fatherhood would look like in general. You yes. know, and I have uh, parents that come in, fathers that come into the schools, mm-hmm. you know, I often wonder because they, they look a certain way. Uh-huh. If they're on the street with their child, would someone see that as the model fatherhood or parenting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we know as we get to know those parents that they love their children yes. and they're there for their children. Um, and I think it sometimes it's a lot of pressure to think that you have to represent uh, black fatherhood for the masses. The masses. Yeah, well, yeah, white stream yeah. America. Right. Yeah. I mean, let's so just be honest. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, and that's a great point. Um, there is a pressure, and you, you really took the, 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 the next description out of my mouth. There is a pressure um, because, I mean, I have a three year old daughter. And anybody that knows three-year-old girls, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it's not uh, always the, 
you know, most simplest of situations, uh, especially when you're out in public and you know that people are watching, right. you know, X, Y, or Z. Um, so a reprimand from me Boom. may be seen as something very different than right. from another father. Right. Uh, or nefarious. So, yeah, exactly. It, it, exactly. Um, um, and so, or a compliment from me, or, mm. or anything that comes from me as being watched under a specific lens. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, you know, for some people that lens is a foreign one. Um, so I really enjoy it, um, you know, when when I meet other brothers, you know, and it's it's sort of this chemistry that that we develop just looking at each other. He, you know, he has his kid, I have right. mine, and right. it's like, all right, you know, we're ready to go. Uh, you know, you are listening to WBOK twelve thirty a.m. You can stream us live also at WBOK twelve thirty a.m. dot com. I'm here today talking about healthy masculinity and healthy relationships with men. With, uh, with my good friends Ben Trahan and Dr. Chavez Phelps, and right now we're talking about the image of fathers. But I want I want to move it, move our conversation just a little bit. But it plays into that mm -hmm. is that description of healthy masculinity, and, mm -hmm. and that fatherhood piece is a part of that. Yeah. You know, the, the the road that we have to take to get our children to see us as the healthiest versions mm -hmm. of ourselves. So, how would you define a healthy masculinity? Well, you know, I, I I typically don't disclose my personal business, but as a as a as a black gay male speaking from personal experience, that looks I think it looks different for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. I think Definitely. healthy masculinity you're not bonded by barriers or restrictions of what you're supposed to be as a man. You know, mm -hmm. growing up as a young kid in my pre adolescent adolescent years, knowing that I was different, I didn't have uh, a healthy role model to look for, to look at, like, what does it mean for me to be a black gay male, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so that was a struggle because all I had were straight black men. I listened to their conversations, listened <laughs> to how they interact with each other. That didn't feel right for me, mm -hmm. you know. Going, I remember going to the barbershop as a as a kid, being very uncomfortable in the barbershop, whereas wow. I know yeah. for a lot of Black men, the barbershop is therapeutic. Right. Yeah. It's a wow. it's a place to reinforce. <laughs> yes. The community yeah. and I yeah. and I remember being uh, a kid just saying, "This feels uncomfortable for me. Wow. Uh, yeah. It feels like I'm being minimized." Uh, mm. uh, and they didn't. That was not something that I disclosed, but that was an internal um, dialogue that I had with myself often. Um, because I never really was a kid who would try to fit in. So I didn't try to play the role of, well, let me try to fit in or do what they're doing. I just sort of said, I need to just kind of do my own thing. Um, and that's what I did. But as I've gotten older, I realized that masculinity looks like what I needed to look like for me. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And that's, that's okay. And um, although I don't agree with everything Will Smith and his children do or say, <laughs> I do think that uh, his son... Jaden exactly. really is yeah. challenging, I think, us on what does masculinity look like in no terms sense. of the way he's dressing and <laughs> those sort of things. It, I think it does challenge all of us. Um, and I think that's important because I think um, the versions of masculinity that exist can be very restrictive. And I think it could also yeah. lead to, from a professional standpoint, um, social emotional problems, right? right? Because you feel right. like you have to fit. Mm -hmm. this this mode or this model that 
doesn't really work for you. It doesn't really align with who you are as a person. So what you're saying, it, yes. it's finding your space. It's finding your yes. space. You're defining what's healthy. Yes. Healthy for you. Yes. But what if that is in contrast uh, to someone else's healthy? You know, so you what you think is healthy may be hurting someone else. Is that still healthy? But how would it be hurting someone else? My, give me an example. So if you, you might be womanizing. You might be a player. You might think that's healthy. You're like, I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'm doing my thing. You know, but that that womanizing, that that player mentality, may cause pain for somebody else. Is that healthy? How come we are defining masculinity as being a player? Well, I'm just you know, what I mean, let's think about <laughs> that. Why, why have we yes, included that yes. as a description of masculinity sure. in the first place? That's right. true, right? I think it's typical of yeah. what of, of in this society. I think it's typical of what we um, have been uh, led to sort of align with masculinity. Right, mm-hmm. right, that's um, true. And so one 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 thing that I'm that I'm hearing um, both of you say uh, directly and indirectly uh, is what's healthy, you know, mm-hmm. for you. Right. And so if I if I might jump in on your question, go ahead, brother. Um, your what what he's describing as healthy masculinity really should be different from the for the next person um in 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 some way shape or form um but what's healthy is usually a lot more similar uh you, you know between mm-hmm. between it, it's usually a lot more agreed upon right right um, now right. you know uh being a player <laughs> and, you know i mean that is something more of i think what is is more of a phase um, of masculinity or a phase that we all may go right, through right. Yeah. or what have you. Yeah. And at regardless some of sexual point, orientation. Yeah, regardless yeah. of regardless of, right. sexual regardless of sex. Right. I mean, it, let's be it, exactly clear about yeah, that. Yeah. You know, Thank I you think I, I yeah. think the idea that we're saying masculinity is associated with being a player when we forget that uh, there are a lot hey. of women out there who are players. <laughs> and yeah. I think, you know, they, yeah. they, they do it better than, than, than most, uh, <laughs> You know, um, but what's healthy is 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 I'm healthy. T- I'm not touching that. <laughs> I'm not touching <laughs> yeah, that, brother. I'm gonna leave that alone yeah, myself. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, but but in 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 essence, um, healthy masculinity, and you know, in in my opinion, is understanding masculinity right. um, and understanding that it's 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 several different perspectives. So I'm so glad you spoke up mm-hmm. on on your. Uh, perspective of mm-hmm. it, uh, because you can only determine what what that is for right. you, yeah. right? Um, and how and how you, you are know. along that road, yeah. And, and and I think that's the thing. And and, and and like you said, the interesting piece is what happens in those phases. Yeah, you know. As, and we keep talking. We are. Uh, I don't want to out y'all's ages, but we're men. We're we're middle-aged men, most of yeah. us. Maybe not Dr. Yeah. Phelps, but uh, <laughs> maybe not Dr. Phelps. But we're middle-aged men, so we're having this discourse. Your yeah. fathers, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, your uh, professionals. We're mm-hmm. in this life. We're mm-hmm. in our, you know, middle age, and we're thinking about what's going to be my legacy. Yeah. You know, I am thinking about this conversation because every day I look in the mirror, I'm like, who do I want to be? I know who I've been. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and we, we, we had a, some interesting conversation before the beginning of the show. I, <laughs> I know who I've been, but where do I want to go? And at the end of the day, I think for me, it's when I'm laying in that casket, what are they going to say about me? Because wow. I, I know what they're wow. saying about me right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? What are they going to say about me? Was he healthy? Did he treat mm-hmm. me well? Mm-hmm. Was he out there working for other people other than himself? Mm-hmm. Did he portray himself as a good man yeah. to kids, to women, to organizations? All of those mm-hmm. things, to me, spark 
healthy masculinity, yeah. all right, healthy person, healthy, yeah. healthier versions of ourselves. But in turn, we have to think about those journeys are not in a silo. It's not a vacuum. There are other people in our life. Yeah. And, and oh, most definitely. Yeah, for yeah. me, you know, Ben, we've been friends since 1997. Wow. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> wow. The, the JMU African American Male yeah. Academy. That's where we yeah. met. Both uh, I was teaching. You were yeah. a counselor. Yeah. Definitely. You know, it's it's. This is our 20 year anniversary, bro. Wow, brother. <laughs> you know, yeah. We've been knowing each Happy other. Anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, and think about um, the conversations that we had, the, the oh, great man. times, yeah. the camaraderie that yeah. we had during yeah. the program. And anybody gets a chance. The JMU Male Academy is a program. Three oh. program. Ooh. Uh, started by a man named Mr. Byron Bullock mm-hmm. uh, at JMU uh, in 1994 that brought young men, young African-American men from all over the country to uh, matriculate at JMU mm-hmm. uh, for social, emotional, and academic development. Yeah. And along yeah. the road, we met brothers oh. who were counselors, who were the oh hall directors, who were, you know, if I were to look at those brothers right now to tell their story, I mean, to see where they are and how they're doing, mm. there's some successful brothers. Oh, mo- I mean, <laughs> you the, can say that again. What we put into those yeah. kids, yeah. they put back into us. Yeah. And what we put into each other, mm-hmm. you know, I think about those relationships Chad, Martin, Ooh. right? You know, those relationships. Yeah. You want to talk about JD healthy. And, yeah, and, oh exactly. Yeah. Healthy masculinity. Yeah. As we as we work through our own stuff, mm-hmm. remember those times, brother? After, <laughs> oh, at the oh, end of the program, be now. <laughs> you know, be we careful. cooking out. Brothers, like I love you, man. Oh, Crying, yeah. you know, yeah. because of the uh, yeah. the emotion that was given into those boys and mm-hmm. what we gave to each other during those periods of time oh, brought us closer together. Yeah. Uh, Chavez, on the other hand, Chavez and I have only known each other for four years. A little bit longer. A little bit longer. Yeah, it's a Met's, good amount of time. Yeah, right? that's, that's, that's 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 right. <laughs> APA Minority uh, uh, Conference in, in D.C. room together for mm-hmm. five days, man. One of the best times of my life. Man. Good brother. <laughs> Made me laugh. You want to talk about one of the <coughs> best people you know that can just bring people together? Uh, it's Dr. Phelps. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think about. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it is, brother. <laughs> you bring people together. Yeah. You know, you, I think yeah. about. How you were during that period of time with people we didn't know from all across the country, yeah, and they gravitated to you. Right? I'm sitting here, I'm like, hello. <laughs> That's because you kept trying to go after the girls. That's why I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to say something about that. Go ahead, bro. That healthy masculinity as someone who's a, a black gay male working mm-hmm. in schools. And you know, I you know, schools are a microcosm for our society. Oh, yeah. So every ism you can think of, sexism, yes, uh, you know, racism, it, it, it plays out. And so I think my presence alone sort of really helped challenge people's view on what masculinity, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what it looks like, or what it should be. Uh, you know, because you know, when, when I'm working with students or certain adults, I could see it in their face. They're, they're trying to figure out. <laughs> Things. Who is this dude? Uh-huh. Who is this dude? Well, Who is you know, he? He's yeah. a little different from what us. What is he about? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think at the end of the day, what I have been consistent in my in my work is, you're going to respect me, and I'm going to respect you. Yeah. And over the years, I have developed relationships with uh, uh, other black men who are straight that I never thought I would. Wow. Develop, wow. but I think. Once, I think at the end of the day, once you get to know a person, you realize, okay, this person doesn't really fit my mold of what does it mean to be a black man, but that I have respect for this person and what they what they represent. 
And I think people respect you more when you stand in your truth. You stand in your oh, truth. Yeah. You know, and that's important. And working with children. And you do that. You stand in your truth yeah. every day. <laughs> and one of the things working, especially children with social emotional problems, and yeah. I was worried when I was a director for uh, a therapeutic program for primarily African-American boys with social emotional problems, how would they receive me? Yeah. You know, how would yeah. I be perceived? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I show them respect. I demanded high expectations for them. Mm-hmm. I modeled that for them. Yes. And I think the idea that I modeled that for them went a long way. And um, and so that I think that's the key, is modeling positive, healthy yeah. behaviors. Yeah. Cool, yeah. brother. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. You're listening to What's the Revolution on WBOK 1230 AM, streaming live on WBOK 1230AM.com with my good friends, Dr. Chavez Phelps, and my boy, my homeboy, Ben Traham. We're going to open up the call-in lines now. If you have any questions for our guests, please call 504-260-9265, 504-260-WBOK. So as we think, as we continue to think, as we continue to think about, I want you to describe a healthy relationship with another man. And we'll talk about that once we come back from the break. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to What's Your Revolution, WBOK 1230 AM. Talking with my good friends about healthy relationships with men, Dr. Chavez Phelps and Ben Trahan. We've been talking about what does it look like. Chavez, you said something I want to hold that. Put that in the parking lot for one second about what it's like to be a black gay man and and developing that relationship. But I want you to describe a healthy relationship that you all have with someone. What does that look like? What does it entail for you? What does that healthy relationship do for you? Oh, wow. That's a whole lot. As it is. You know, I, I think... It's something the, we don't think about. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. You're right. But I think at the end of the day, you know, some of the basics, trust, you know, <laughs> communication, um, being able to be honest with each other. Um, a re- for me, an important relationship is one that will challenge me to be a better person. That's yeah. That's key for me. That's why um, you call me out all the time. That's why I call you out all the time. Make sure I'm challenging <laughs> you to call, be a better that's person. That's why you call me out all the yeah. time, bro. <laughs> and I, I think someone you could just have fun with. You could, you know, mm-hmm. you know. I think about my best friend. We have a great time when we get together. We could talk about serious stuff, and yeah. then we can go and have and just talk about silly things. I think a relationship that's it has to be balanced. I think any, yeah. and I think that goes for all relationships. Mm-hmm. It needs to be balanced. Um, and so for me, that's what's key. Definitely. That's funny because you literally you listed. Uh, the, the first four things I had written down here. Uh, again, trust. Uh, it is very difficult to maintain any relationship without if, if you feel like you can't trust a person. Absolutely. Um, on, on any level. 
Um, but particularly for for us as males, as men, there's there's sort of a a, a different code uh, with us that that's that's. And it's unwritten, um, right. and it, but it's there. And, and, and so uh, a betrayal uh, or a betraying of trust, you know, among, among men is, is, is huge. It's crucial. And I'm not female, right. uh, so I, I, I can't speak on what that is uh, for females, but I know uh, in, in, in many of the relationships that I've had, you know, with, with, uh, with, uh, with, with, um, uh, uh, I'm sorry, with men, you know, right. with other 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 men, friends, stuff like that. Uh, that that's crucial. That's that's pretty much number one. I mean, you you have to be able to trust that individual. Um, communication uh, has to be there. Honesty, uh, and that, and and I wrote down growth, but th that's basically yeah. what I was 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 entailing was was uh, that the the relationship is challenging uh, to you in some way. Uh, I actually want to go back to honesty. Go ahead, brother. Um, honesty is. A very that's a tricky one. Tricky one, yeah, it is. you know, yeah. in 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 any relationship, yeah. but particularly with with yeah. uh, with men, you know, with men, um, because our honesty with one another is expected. Um, it's very difficult uh, to 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 execute. Sometimes it's very difficult to accept. Sometimes. Um, and we get into our, you know, hey, you, you know, yeah. you, you, you're my best boy. We've right. been knowing each other 20 years, X, Y, Z. But you might not um, tell me. And I might not tell you, you might certain not tell things. Me. Um, right. And in some way, shape, or form, I'm respecting our friendship. Right. You know, I'm respecting our relationship. In another way, shape, or form, I'm sort of, sort of going against that grain, right. too, because I know what my responsibilities right. are. Exactly. Um, but relationships are not easy, and they and they shouldn't be. Male or female. And so male yeah. or female, and so you know they they require um, a a certain level of understanding and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. um, you know, well, with, yeah. with with one another um, that that you can and nurturing and nurturing. Oh yeah. man, you got to oh, always wow. nurture your relationships. Yeah. But yeah. do you gotta we do water. that? Yeah. I'm gonna unpack yeah. a couple of things yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll stay with the nurturing, but do we nurture each other and then? If we do, how do we nurture each other? <laughs> the honesty, you know, when, when yeah. I tell you, you mm -hmm. know, brother, you're messing up, yeah. right? Do I do I receive and that? not exactly in those words? Right, either. It, so exactly. Like, well, <laughs> you don't know, have my best friend then. Yeah, because I think if I hear tell me you didn't effed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just yeah, looking at know. the list of words we cannot use. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was meaning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah so. but, you know, but exactly. But we don't always receive that well. No. You know, and we don't always receive that well. And then as the giver, we don't always prepare it in a manner that is unapologetic. Mm -hmm. Because true friendship and true healthy relationships are unapologetic. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that, that's a growth aspect. Yeah. So think about your relationships and who are you unapologetic with? Mm -hmm. You know, we've, we've had mm -hmm. those conversations. You know, I can sit with you and say, you know what? Mm, man, the way, you, the way you are handling your business right now. You know, yeah. I can't follow. Yeah. Yeah. How often we, you know, and so that's that trust and honesty and nurturing. But building on the trust factor, we mm. don't easily trust as men. No. Where does that come from? Who? That's a deep Wow, that's Where that's, does that yeah. come from? That's that, that, that lack of, that lack, because we will walk down the street. <laughs> yeah. Right? We will walk down the street. And, some, I, and it's interesting to me now, walking down the street, because we grew up in the era of the head nod. Yeah. The head nod yeah. meant something, right? Mm -hmm. 
But yeah. now, I even wrote a book. I haven't seen that in forever. Man, let me tell you. It's, <laughs> it's foreign now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm getting old, bro. Doing? Let me tell you. Because I will give the head nod to these young cats, and yeah. they look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. 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 And so I've been it's trying to trying time. to figure this yeah. out, and I, it goes back to this level of trust. I don't mm-hmm. trust you. Because mm-hmm. why are you acknowledging me? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, mm-hmm. listening to the men who I, who I work with, there is that – I don't know if you got it out for me. Yeah. Right. So the head nod does not represent to them the symbolic nature of I see you, I'm here with you. Yeah. All right? It's, uh, um, you've heard of this term called um, Sawabona. Have you heard of this term? Mm-hmm. Zulu. I, I'm here with you. Mm-hmm. Right? So that head nod symbolized to us, even you know, if I don't know you, I'm walking down the street, I'm with you. I yeah. see you. Yeah. And for us... Who happen to be in spaces a lot of times where there are not a lot of brothers? Yes, that's important. Extreme. When I walk into that room and I see you and I'm excited, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That head nod means everything, and and it means everything if you don't get one back. Right. Uh, it, it's, it's very interesting yeah. with you. You know, if if that person doesn't acknowledge you in the same enthusiasm, right. in the same. There's again, and that's sort of that unwritten male code that I was talking about earlier. It's like whoa. You know, Where what's, are you? what's this dude yeah. on, you know, kind of thing. Um, and, again, we didn't even speak to each other yet. Right. You know, uh, <laughs> or at all, you know. Um, so th- it, it, that's very interesting that you bring that up. Man, that's I went to yoga. Man, yeah, I went know. to yoga one night, man. You know, I was yeah, – <laughs> yeah, yeah. You heard me. One of the bros is in the sound room. He looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, I need some moose right now oh, myself. Brother. But I was you at know. yoga, man. You know, and for me, I was like, man, I hope there's somebody, another person of color. Mm-hmm. At this yoga spot, you know, because, you know, it was, it was the beginning. I hadn't started my yoga practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we end up being the only a lot of times. And then there's, yeah. not, you know, not a lot of brothers at all, not a lot of people of color. Yeah. When I walked in, man, there was another brother. <laughs> man, I felt so good. Yeah. Yeah, I just felt yeah. so good. And... In the midst of that, he looked over. I looked over. We gave the head nod. I was good the rest of the time. <laughs> I was good. Yoga was amazing. No, you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yoga was it's, so those healthy relationships, trust, honesty, communication, um, nurturing, mm-hmm. all right, are all important. But in the long run, why are those relationships crucial to our development as men? Yeah. I would say uh, for a lot. Uh, of the reasons that you were uh, initially talking about the uh, uh, James Madison Male Academy right. uh, because we can uh, navigate through that journey uh, with others uh, that are also navigating through their own journey. And we, we, we sort of have, number one is support. Right. Uh, n- mm-hmm. Number one is support. Um, number two, we have a community. Uh, we, you know, think about... Uh, ourselves, we can't think of ourselves as as individuals, as men, if we don't also think about the community that we came up in and the mm-hmm. community that we exist in. Again, we're, we're having this conversation, and we're alluding a lot to where we are and how you know we might be the only one or two, right. or you know, and that is is just as much um, a part of our identity as well. Who mm-hmm. are we amongst? You know, yeah, uh, in that space, in, in that, that space. context. Yeah. And we yeah, want to feel comfortable. Right. We always need that safe space. I definitely. mean, that's just the reality, right? <clears throat> definitely. And the older you get, the more important it is. Mm-hmm. It's a part of just your development, nurturing and fostering your relationships because that's key to a healthy, happy exactly. life, yeah. longevity. 
Um, and the reality is, as as black men in general, re- regardless of your orientation, wherever you come mm-hmm. from, at the end of the day, the common denominator is you're black and you're a man. Yeah. And so the yeah. way you are seen um, in mainstream society, you need to be able to have someone around you that can relate to that, that you can have those conversations with. You know, I was um, on Facebook and there was this guy who has his PhD in Indiana, you know, cause, and he was arrested and he was like, God, that could happen to any of us. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. And thinking right. about, oh yeah, you know, dealing with those isms, we need to be able to stick together yeah. and grow together so that we can, I, the thing is, we're stronger together, right? right. I mean, Most that's definitely. just the reality. Most definitely. Um, when so, you wake up, and people ask me, how do I identify? And I tell them, I said, I wake up black and male every day. <laughs> yeah. You're right about and, that. And every day, you know, <laughs> and to be able to have trusting, honest, yeah. you know, communication with someone who has similar experiences. Yeah. Has similar experiences, and to talk through those. Not only waking up black and male every day from a psychological perspective, but from a physical perspective. Yeah. Right? The conversations yeah. that go into healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you talk about? <laughs> I mean, what what do you, what should you be talking about? All right, oh, so God. two questions: you know, <laughs> What are you talking about? And what should nothing you is off limits. Here we really. go. Here, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I want to. I'm glad so you bring up that point. Yeah, I'm glad you bring up that point because it, it's important. And and you just uh, made a, a a phrase a safe space. Yeah. Um. In a, in a in a healthy relationship. There's not always um, uh, PC things being talked about. No. And let's be no. honest, no. it shouldn't always no. be. Right. Uh, that's sort of a boring relationship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. You How know, was we, your day? We got a, Fine. Yeah, I worked uh, today. Right, so I'm at never talking this to this dude again. You know? um, so there's, there's some things, you know, and it, it's, it's, it's fun things. It's, it's, it's like. You know, everything. Come on, man. Be things, bold. Tell, tell us what's up, man. It is things about on, women. It's things about. Religion, it's things about personal preference, it's right. things about uh, race, it's things about uh, skin tone, it's right. things about right. hair, right. it's that you know, all those sort I mean, curves and, right. and uh, you know, whatever yeah. it might be, yeah. uh, those are things that are necessary for us to, to build right. healthy relationships. Because right. let's be honest, yeah. again, if we're in a relationship, uh, you know, with, with anyone that can't connect with us. That relationship is not going to last very no. long. No, and there's some it's people out not. there listening right now because you keep saying that word relationship, yeah. right? And we're talking about men having mm-hmm. relationships, mm-hmm. and they're they're uneasy. They're like, why is this, bro? Why are these brothers be talking about relationships? That's what we're in. Yeah. All right. Friendships yeah. are relationships. Most definitely. All right. Yeah. And you think about that. That you know, and and we always tend to you know think about what it is when you're in a loving relationship or yeah. you're a, 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 a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. But that relationship between men, the conversations you have. I'm talking to you about my girl. I'm talking to you about yeah. my boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Chavez, go ahead, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that was interesting when you called me to do this, and I was reluctant. Um, <laughs> but I believed I, in you. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I wanted to do – I did a research to see if I could find anything on healthy platonic relationships among men. Mm-hmm. And I could find nothing. Wow. It's not talked it's, about. It's wow. not talked about. It's, it's, you know, this is not something that is done. It's a revolution. <laughs> wow. He's on to something. He is. You yeah. know, but, you know, I think, like you said, it, a healthy relationship, you're able to talk about everything oh, from yeah. the good, from the, the bad and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's a sacred, there's a sacred space. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, with my... The people I consider my best friends, we have a sacred space. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
what my relationship looks like with that one friend is very different right. because yeah. our sacred space is different. I think that needs that needs to be nourished, right? And, What's and that nourished. sacred space? Can you unpack it? Can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit? For me, the sacred space is this is between the two of us, right? Right, and and we don't allow anyone to come in between that sacred space because then it could be toxic right. yeah. for that yeah. relationship, yeah. right? right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's key for healthy masculinity because you may have one friend. He's okay having this kind of sacred space yes. with you, but another friend is not. Right. And you have to be okay with that and nurture that relationship where it is. Definitely. Right. Uh, oh. and so, so the vulnerability aspects the may, vulnerability, be little, yeah. may be a little Very different. Very different, right. mm-hmm. yeah. So I have one friend I could talk about some crazy <laughs> stuff <laughs> that I have done. Let me tell you. That only he remembers. <laughs> Because he has a photographic memory, and he could tell me what I wore on that day. And I wow. said, God, I'm telling you too much information. Uh, but I feel good. okay. Yes. Whereas yeah. I have other friends, that that's not appropriate for that relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think mm-hmm. also part of healthy, healthy relationships with other men is understanding expectations yes. for that relationship. And I think sometimes we... We have the wrong expectations for people, yes, right. and I yeah. think we get we get out of we get out of alignment, right? Definitely, which stifles the relationship and makes it hard, very hard for the Difficult. relationship to grow. Yeah, right. So, this is what's your revolution on WBOK twelve thirty a.m. Uh, talking with my boy Chavez Phelps <laughs> and Ben Trahan, talking about what it's like to have a healthy relationship with another man. Good conversation here, brothers. Just uh, amazing. Um, having those safe spaces. Trust, honesty, communication, but sometimes we, it's a challenge really creating that space. You know, um, what are the challenges that we face in creating and maintaining those healthy relationships? You know, what, what comes up that says, you know what, maybe this is not the, this is not the boy, this is not my boy. You know, what, what, come, what flies in the face of that? Mm-hmm. I'll let you take I, I would say um, trust, uh, betrayal of trust, betrayal as we were talking trust, about earlier. Exactly. Um, and change. Um, we, we have to be. We have to be cognizant of the fact that we are constantly evolving, right, right. Um, or we should be constantly evolving. And sometimes the relationship that you had with, uh, you know, and, and it's a funny thing because you get as as and you tell me if this is the, true for for yourself. But as you get uh, to be a little older, um, your your true your true friends. Mm. Uh, Group that group gets smaller. It does um, absolutely, and I don't know yeah. if that should happen. It or should if, happen. If, if that's, you, you know, know the you um, know the research shows that it, you know over time you're going to have to get rid of certain relationships because they're no longer healthy for you. Exactly. And if a relationship no longer serves you a purpose or that uh, that other person a purpose, you're doing each other a disservice if you don't release that relationship. Definitely. You know, Definitely. and that's that's key. Or at the very least, yeah. Uh, put that relationship in a in a certain uh, perspective. Perspective, exactly. That Absolutely. this yes. is what it is, and sometimes, like you just alluded to, you outgrow. You outgrow, you know, or, yeah. or that person may outgrow you, yeah. or um, that person may be in a space uh, that is not really conducive, yeah. conducive. to what you're doing. Yeah, you exactly. know, to which, Absolutely, to I, and I've let friends go because yeah. of that. Because I uh, felt like you know we're not in the same mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. anymore, and and. We're doing each other a yeah. disservice by staying in this relationship. I want to actually go back to. I'm sorry. We got a caller, bro. Oh, good. No, I know we, yeah, the conversation yeah, is amazing. Yeah. We want to get to. Y'all got uh, 10 callers. <laughs> trying Lord. to do our thing. Yeah. We want to talk to Martin on line one. All right. Martin, what's up, brother? Martin? Look like Martin's gone. Well, 
we want to cut you off. Hey, Martin, call back to us, brother. We want to hear from you. Definitely give us a shout back. Um, You know, you may not be in that same space. Um, You know, and and sometimes we have to we have to let it go. Definitely. Yeah, we definitely got to let it go when, you know, you get out of space. And I've had that happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. um, that the space just doesn't afford us a, a, a continued conversation. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so uh, I was going to say I was going to uh, say before we uh, were uh, attempting to get the caller is uh, something that you alluded to earlier. Yeah. That I think both of you alluded to is we're talking about uh, uh, male friendships, um, which is very different uh, because a friendship is something you can dissolve at any point in time. Right. We are agreeing. Right. Uh, so it's the ultimate it's the ultimate relationship because you, you're you're not forced to right. have that relationship. That's um, and But you're having it, and sometimes those relationships are more powerful than the relationships that you are forced right. to have, that uncle, that father, right. that, you know, what have you, that mm-hmm. you were born, and then you're already attached to the hip. Uh, you know, that that is what that is. What? And so um, it's just very interesting, the dynamics of, yeah. of the different relationships that you might have. Uh, you know, with, with other males. Right. Uh, and for me, just saying this before we take Martin. Martin, thanks for sure. calling back, brother. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, is that when you're an only child, those yeah. friendships of like brotherhood. Oh, yeah. Brotherhood. Yeah. Definitely. And wow. you have psychological problems sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to throw that in. <laughs> Martin, what's up, brother? How you doing? Hey, yes, sir. How y'all doing, guys? And thank y'all for taking my call. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you. You yeah, are I, first, you I, are I our first caller, brother. Some have right, knowledge Martin. good. Some have knowledge better. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay, one thing about life, we cannot choose our parents, but we can choose our friends, yeah, correct? Yeah. Yes. And when you have a friend, you should only receive their good also. And like you say, you can go through certain things, you know, if it's an up and down part. But if y'all are friends, y'all going to have something alike in common also to be able to come become that friend right definitely no doubt no doubt how do you martin for you how do you how how do you continue to maintain those friendships you know you got you got that commonality but how do you maintain your friendships how do you build on that one thing about it you gotta always be truthful real Mm -hmm. or however they call it nowadays (laughs) it's always good to be straight you know you ask a person don't lie for you don't lie on you and don't lie you know to you Come on, Mark. You telling me and, that I can't and, call and, you and, and say, you, you know what? I'm with those you. Basic levels. Sometimes it's almost like a marriage. You know, a lot of people be saying marriage. You got to work on it. I don't think so. To me, a man and a woman already know what they have before they get married. All the signs gonna be there. It's just those people that then ignore those signs. Because mm-hmm. if you fussing before you get married, <laughs> you gonna bring the fussing in the relationship. <laughs> and you that. always remember even how you met a woman. If she was married to somebody else seeing you, she'll be married to you seeing somebody mm-hmm. else. Oh, wow. If somebody else met her oh, in a club, I mean, that person could meet him in a club <laughs> and talk. But, again, I thank y'all for taking my call. Hey, man, but, we um, appreciate it. Nothing that like having a friend. And, you know, a person can't make it without nobody anyway. That's you right. cannot. That's you the truth. got to have somebody yeah, for themselves to be important also. Damn. To yeah. have skippy, the important skippy. field. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Revolutions yeah. don't exist in a vacuum, brother. Thank you for yeah, calling. Definitely. Uh, that was great. So, yeah, I mean, you you got to have you, you got to have that space, you know. And so, but... We're not all just black men, right? How do those relationships play when there's differences in race, religion, sexual orientation, 
income, physical ability. And, you know, you, you spoke on that a little bit earlier, yeah. uh, Chavez, about being uh, black and gay. How is it forming relationships with men of all sexual orientation and keeping and maintaining those relationships? And I say that because yeah. you're here with me. And I, you, when I wanted to ha- start thinking about the topic of the show, I was like, that's the person I want to have on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so how do we think about creating and maintaining people across all of the mm-hmm. all of the isms that we're talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, for me, if if you think about all those things, the one thing that has to happen is that there has to be a space to talk about the differences. Yeah. Right. The differences cannot be minimized. They cannot be omitted. I don't have relationships with anyone uh, if I am tolerated, I must be celebrated. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. so, That's true. Uh, That's very true. Yeah. And so if yeah. I have the relationships that I have with black straight men, they have to be comfortable and confident mm-hmm. in who they are and know who they are for us to have a relationship. Otherwise, we can't have a relationship, right? right? right. right. Mm-hmm. Because constantly my presence alone will constantly challenge yeah. their version or definition of masculinity. Yeah. Um, in terms of race, I think once again, I have ended relationships with uh, men who were not black because they did not allow me to have that space to talk about what it is to be a black man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? Because yeah. when I walk down the street, anybody, you know, the first thing you're going to see is I'm a bald headed black man. <laughs> so bald that's beautiful. And <laughs> that's my experience. And so if I can't talk about those things and what it means and you're going to minimize that for me, then we can't. We can't be friends. Yeah. You could tell me that you can't understand it, mm-hmm. but you want to know what it feels like to walk in my shoes. That's fine with me because I don't expect for you to understand everything that I go through. But if you're willing to dismiss my experiences, then I think that's when it's not going to be a healthy relationship for either one of us. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah. And that, that's the interesting piece. And so a, a, a little um, self-disclosure. Um, you know, if you were to ask me this question about sexual orientation 20 years ago, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I would have been uneasy about this conversation, mm-hmm. you know, okay. uh, because I just wasn't in that space, yeah. you know. And the key thing that you said, you want to be celebrated, not tolerated, yeah. you know. Yeah. And now, you know, having the – But should everybody want to be celebrated, not tolerated? Yeah, everybody should. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. It should be. Yeah. It, it should be. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thought. And I, and I had to get to that point, you know. Uh, with experience and education and having mm-hmm. good friends like you to say, you know what, C- celebrate everybody, mm-hmm. all right? We wake up who we are. Yeah. Who am I, all right? Who, who am I? I, am, I? I want to be seen for who I am, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, having relationships with men who are cross-racial, cross-sexual orientation, cross-income mm-hmm. um, is, a, is a beautiful thing. Definitely. And, I, and the ability to... And I shouldn't have to do this in 2017, but the ability to stand up and fight for my for my friends yes. who may not have the same experiences that I have, yes, you know, and stand and stand and feel proud about that, mm-hmm. and say, you know what, I'm here with your revolution, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that is key to me as growth in my own masculinity. Yes, that journey from hyper masculinity to healthy, where I saw people a certain way, I'm like, nah, nah, get away from me. To now, I'm like, I'm with you. Yeah. All right. One of my good friends is on the line, uh, Dr. Brian Turner. So let, let, let's see what he's talking about. <laughs> Dr. Turner. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What's right. going on, man? Yeah. Thank you yeah. for calling the show, What's man. Up? I appreciate it. Yeah, and, and deference to the intelligence on the air, I was listening. I thought I could only 
Add, add about a half percent to the Go, conversation. Come on, please, please, come on, give us something, man. The, the one thing I think about, especially, um, I, I think we all share the experiences in terms of the pursuit of our academic and career goals, but I find that regardless of the broadly defined demographics of, 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 of culture, whether it be race, gender, SES, the things that I, I try to practice across brothers are authenticity and intentionality. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. And in doing so, being authentic allows me, regardless of where I come from culturally, to allow my other brothers to be all of who they are. Mm. And, yeah. I, and I don't have to limit them, and I don't have to limit myself, but that intentionality piece allows me to also be able to ask questions, it allows me to be be vulnerable. It yes. allows me to to not be white in my my identity. And, and I just listened, and I just really thought those are the two things I, I was hearing. And, and I, I said, let me just throw it out there because I, I know all too often it's very easy for us as men to assume where other men come from. You know, when we crack jokes, when we say things, we make assumptions <laughs> of other people's experiences. And right. so, yeah, yeah. Wow, man, it's just when we can be authentic and and intentional. It allows us to make mistakes, but then correct those mistakes. It allows us to learn as well as teach. And, and I just really appreciate the conversation. And I just thought I could add that too. So continue on, That's my great. brothers. I appreciate you both. Much love. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Love. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Dr. Turner, man, is an amazing brother. He's a professor over at Xavier University, licensed clinical psychologist here in the city. Uh, he's a brother that you need to know. Uh, I know that he is on with uh, Eileen uh, very frequently on Relationship Tuesdays here on WBOK. Great. So please check that brother out. Uh, uh, amazing brother here in the city doing great work. Yeah. We're almost out of time, brothers. We're almost wow, out of time. Oh, wow, yeah, I know. Quick, you know, hopefully... Everyone has enjoyed the show. But last yeah. question, last yeah. question for us to think about as, we've, as we have flown by in this wonderful conversation is, as we grow older, uh, as we think about who we want to be down this road, mm -hmm. the healthier versions of ourselves and who yeah. we want in that circle, right? How do we generate new relationships? Mm. Going back to the trust factor, you know, we always talk about I want my circle to be a little small, but sometimes we need to bring other people in. How do we generate new relationships with men? Because, you know, we're not giving the head nod anymore, right? How mm -hmm. do we generate those new relationships? Are you talking about younger people? Just us. I just mean, us you, in general. just uh, anyone in general. Yeah. And so you could even break it down from young to old because sure, we need to have yeah. relationships with people yeah. in age above us, even age below us. Yeah. You know, I think for me, when I think about relationships, I just I think about being open to the possibility of new relationships. Right. I I come from a place I don't really believe in sort of forcing to make relationships happen. Smart move. Um, <laughs> I just believe that if we keep ending up in the same space together, right. that it, it will come together and it will and, it, and at that point it's, it's upon us to nurture that relationship. I do think with younger people, younger guys, I think really knowing where they kind of understanding their experiences mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. is is key because earlier you mentioned about uh, friendships are optional. Yeah. But when I've worked with children, they don't feel that their friendships are optional. They don't. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, they don't, yeah. right? You're, you're, they yeah. feel like if they say, I want to do something different than what my friends are doing, often the response I get is, I can't betray them. I yeah. cannot leave them yeah. behind. Yeah. And so I think understanding how they view relationships is key 
to being able to develop relationships, I think, with younger guys so that we can help mentor them and sort of guide them. And mm -hmm. I think that's really what's missing and why we have so much hyper-masculinity within the community yeah. because there is a lack of mentorship when there is that male Definitely. figure missing or we have that father present, but they're functioning in ways that are sort of pathological exactly. or not healthy uh, yeah. for yeah. that young man. So Which is yeah. even more damaging. Right. Absolutely, right. yes. Exactly. Yeah. Mentorship is key, and we've got some wonderful mentoring organizations that we're going to have on the show Definitely. a little bit later on. Uh, as we have this conversation about what's your revolution, Sonny, yeah. Sonny Vivian, Lloyd Dennis. Uh, wow. Yeah. So Come with you. mentorship is key. But thinking about generate as where we are as, as middle-aged men, as, as I say, <laughs> generating new relationships. Um, generating new relationships uh, for me uh, is being as funny uh, because I want to touch on something you just said. Um, not seeing the ending. Uh, of some of your relationships as betrayal. Um, and and what I mean by that is some relationships you have to end, you, you know, in order for you to remain healthy and Absolutely. what have you. Um, and you have to embrace other relationships. Sometimes, you know, we, we, we're human. You know, we look at other people and what they look like, where they come from, X, Y, Z, and we're more comfortable mm -hmm. uh, attempting to build a relationship with X person. Uh, because of, you know, uh, the, the similarities or what have you. Um, but we have to not be afraid to meet uh, people uh, and, and, and make relationships work uh, away from physical uh, things that we see. From a mental standpoint, from, a, from an intellectual standpoint, right, you right. know, X, Y, Z. Does this person scratch me where I itch? Do I scratch? You know, <laughs> mm -hmm. sorry for the, the uh, no, no, analogy, it's good. but, it's good. you know, we have to be able to embrace that, uh, you know, and, and, and keep that moving. Right. So. Being, as Dr. Turner said, being authentic, authentic and intentionally said. Yeah. Let's continue our revolution dialogue. Follow me on Twitter at WYRevolution. You've been listening to What's Your Revolution with Dr. Charles Corporal on WBOK 1230 AM. Thank you for your time. I look forward to the next conversation. This show has been made possible by the support of the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. I want to thank my good guests, my good friends, my healthy brothers. Thank you, brother. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Chavez Phelps and Ben Drahan. Take care. Good night.